Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Turn Zero Podcast. Uh, I know last time I promised we were going to try to get our scheduling issues fixed, and surprise, they didn't. Um, we made a good faith effort to get you one last week, but then, you know, stuff happened. But we're there, here this week, which is an improvement. Um, but again, Todd has abandoned us. I don't know what he's doing. I wasn't at the shop today, but we do have myself and Sooner. How's it going, Sooner? It's going well, man. How's everything in uh, your neck of the woods? Not too bad. Just uh, hanging out. I, I was telling you this before the podcast, but just so everybody else knows, if I say anything weird or appear to space out, it's because I got my COVID booster and a flu shot today, so like one in each arm. So my equilibrium's all thrown off. <laughs> well, we'll just give you 10 seconds and then you'll snap back in. Right, no. yeah, I'll just, just pause, make sure everything's cool, and then I should come back right to it. Absolutely. Um, but we got some stuff to talk about today. Um, we got TTS stuff, of course, as that league continues. Um, I've got some just some basic shop stuff to talk about, just playing games recently down at the shop, which has been fun. Um, and we got a whole bunch of new releases for the X-Men that we need to talk about. It's kind of cool that uh, release season has started again. Get new stuff to catch up on after yeah. that big, long break. Forgot what spoilers look like. I know. It's cool, man. It's uh, weird to have to pay attention to it again, but I like seeing all the new stuff. Yep. Um, but as usual, I guess let's start things off with uh, Sooner's TTS Corner. How'd you like your music last week? Uh, it was wonderful. <laughs> i'm mean, glad you like it because it's going to continue to happen every week well good unless, you know, I, get, unless little, I get squirrely and change the music up on you that soothing voice just puts me right in the mood for tts yeah some some saxophone yeah <laughs> Well, so TTS, uh, you know, Top Cuts, I think last time we had talked, uh, Top Cuts were about to start happening. They have happened. Um, We are down to four players. Um, So uh, a couple, the culling, what we call the culling has happened, and then the two rounds, Top 16 and Top 8, have happened. And um, a lot of familiar faces in the Top 4. There is... Morgan Reed from Australia. There is Pat Dunford from United Kingdom, a previous two-time winner. Um, Mike from, I believe he's from New York. He's from the U.S., I know that. And uh, myself, I've been able to uh, keep the the win streak going, and uh, I have advanced to the top four also. Look at you bringing it back, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good showing. My last couple seasons were a little bit down, but uh, this season's been much better. That's awesome. It's the it's the power of the spam list, which we're going to talk about a little bit. But that's it definitely is. your wheelhouse, eh? Yeah, you know, I've been. You know, it's funny because I haven't really. If I'm completely transparent, I have not since TTS League started. I've maybe played two or three games. Th- that's at most. Uh, outside of my actual league games. Um, But I'm playing Sam, of course, who I practiced a ton before NashCon. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I don't really practice it because I feel like I've already practiced it so much, like, you know, I'm good. So um, 
I kind of prepped before NashCon, played a ton of Sam games, and just kind of kept that rolling in the league. Right on. Well, when you, I'm actually disappointed we didn't get to talk last week because I wanted to kind of have an update. Um, can you tell us about your last couple matches getting to the top four? Yeah, so my round 16 game was a very interesting game. I got paired up with uh, Dizzard from the Danger Room. And he was actually playing, believe it or not, this is not a joke, he was playing the one list I did not want to see in Top Cut. Um, he was playing Spider-Foes with Doom Prophecy Carnage, nice. which, in my opinion, and I've said this many times, in my opinion, that is the best counter to Sam. Um, mm. Spider-Foes with Doom Prophecy Carnage can absolutely wreck Sam. I've played the matchup many times. I've lost to it a lot. Um, so yeah, very worried about that one. Dizzard's a good player. Um, the game was an interesting one. So rounds one. And so I, he won priority. He gave me secures. I was able to luckily get spider portals, which is good for me in my opinion. Um, but he took, uh, cubes, which he felt was obviously good for him. Um, rounds one and two could not have gone pretty much any worse for me. Um, I missed a bunch of spider portal rolls. Uh, you know, the attack and defense rolls weren't going well. It just wasn't going well for me at all. Rounds one and two, um, things looked very bleak. Um, I'll be honest going into round three, uh, Dizzard was up in points by, Oh, I don't know, four or five points. And he had priority and, a lot of things, All uh, things. <laughs> and yeah, and he was popping doom prophecy carnage that turn. So it looked bad. Um, and carnage went and did his thing. He didn't all you got carnage. Cause he, I kind of spread out. So he wasn't in a position, basically carnage killed what he needed to kill. And if he would have done all you got, I think he would have actually had to waste one of his actions on a movement to get to any of the other Sam characters. So he went, um, killed a couple things. Um, at that point is when it started to kind of turn around a little bit uh, for me. I was able to go and daze one of his characters. And, and long story short, towards the end of that round, uh, I was able to kind of turn it around a little bit. And round four completely swung my way. And I won all nine victory points round four and ended up winning a close game. Very nice. Yeah. So it always feels good to get through your worst matchup. <laughs> it does. It was one that um, I, I, I'm telling people it's, it's, it's very hard for the Sam player to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I was just able to kind of hang in there. Honestly, uh, I felt I made a couple of nice plays there at the end of round three. And uh, I got rewarded for him with uh, the dice kind of turning my way there at the end and uh, was able to pull it out. Sometimes you just got to accept that those kind of things are going to go off. You know, you know, the Doom Prophecy yeah. Carnage is coming, mm-hmm. like limit your losses as much as possible. But, you know, it's going to be bad. And if you just kind of mentally prepare for it and not get tilted by it, you can play out of it. Exactly. And uh, one of the big things was. Uh, he had Hulkbuster, and Hulkbuster had two cubes. Mm. And I left, uh, going into round four, I left Hulkbuster at the end of round three, I left him on one damage left. 
Um, so he, we're going in around four. He immediately dazed from the cubes. Nice. So, yeah, so he didn't have a Hulkbuster activation and his carnage went immediately and his carnage flubbed. Uh, he, he, fi- he finally whiffed, um, but it was very, very, uh, very, obviously very good for me because once carnage whiffed and Hulkbuster didn't have an activation, I was able to really take that advantage and I was able to, with vision, um, KO Green Goblin and Daze Doc Ock, which he was playing four wide. So at that point, he had no activations left on the board. Very nice. Yeah. So it worked um, out. And I got to give a little shout out to Dizzard here because Dizzard lives in our area now. He's south of Richmond. He's considerably south. Okay. It's a bit of a drive. However, I've only seen that dude once since he moved here, and it was to play Flesh and Blood, and he hasn't come up to tag while well, I've been there at least to play MCP. And uh, where you at, bro? Dizzard, man. Get your ass to tag, dude. Get some games in. <laughs> I know it's a drive, but come on, man. Like, once a month, come come hang out at our tournaments. Yeah, he needs, he needs to get up there. Uh, how did your next match go? So next night match was an interesting one. It was in the Midnight Suns. Um, for, uh, I played Quinn, who is from Europe, uh, from the UK, I believe. Um, and that's a pretty good matchup for Sam. Um, it's, you know, Midnight Suns does real well with attrition. And it's hard for them to kind of out-attrition Sam. Uh, it was an interesting game because, unfortunately, uh, he actually conceded in a fairly, a pretty close game, um, kind of midway through, because his computer uh, just basically fried oh, out. No. Yeah, so his computer kind of fried out, um, and so he had to end up just conceding. It was. Uh, it was a very interesting game. He did, he made some very good moves. He played very well. Um, again, it was spider portals and hammers, and he had a lot of good uh, counters to. So, sp- spider portals is very good for Sam because we can consistently score the portals mm-hmm. and and go into the fight. Um, so he kind of just let me have most of the portals, but he had a really good roster for hammers because he had enchantress and voodoo. Um. So he could consistently either steal hammers or make me drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was real good. So the score was actually nine to eight going into the last round. Well, the round after he had to concede. Um, I did, uh, when he conceded, I did have a, a <laughs> vision three beam all you got set up perfectly. So. <laughs> He was about to probably lose three characters um, out of the the five, and one of them was Blade, who would have been KO'd, so he would have no leadership. Um, so it would have been interesting. I mean, dice can always dice, and I could have just whiffed all those attacks, and, and he could have easily certainly won the game. So it would have been interesting and fun to finish it out. But, yeah, he unfortunately had to concede, and so I move on to play Morgan Reed. So... That's too bad, but you know what? You just you take those wins sometimes. You got to get back in the top cut. You do. I think I was in a good position, and again, like I just said, um, good positions in MCP can flip really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think I was in a good position. I mean, Vision was going to get four attacks into all three of those characters. Um, and if all three of those go down, um, I, I'm looking in pretty good position. But, mm-hmm. I mean, again, there, there was still a lot of game left to play, and anything could have definitely happened. Um, he still had Voodoo and, and Moon Knight to activate. So uh, it would have been interesting. It's unfortunate that uh, it had to end that way. Well, speaking of voodoo, this is kind of a random tangent, but it, it, just stay with me. This isn't loopiness, okay? I'm going somewhere with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, <laughs> I was on um, the tournament site actually, because um, I it's been a long time since I've been like really on top of the meta. I kind of rely on you for that and paying attention to the TTS league and stuff like that. Like we haven't played as much in the shop as we did in the past, so I haven't been like needing to innovate. But anyway. This is all an excuse just to go say I was trying to, to net deck a, a roster for uh, Midnight Suns, right? Because I wanted to play Blade and Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. So I was on there poking around, looking at the list. Um, and this is where the Dr. Voodoo thing comes in because, uh, you know, I just can't play him because he's not released yet. Um, but I was looking around and I did notice that there is a ton of Sam Spam in the league. And from what I understand, the top four are all Sam Spam. Is this list just crazy, or are you guys just super good with it? Is it busted? Like, what's going on? It's super. It's super crazy. Um, it's. I think that there are four affiliations in the game right now that are heads above the rest. Um, I really believe that. I. I don't think that. In my personal opinion, and, and I don't know, maybe some people may say this is biased, some some might not. Uh, I don't think Sam's any more busted than those other three. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think those four affiliations are a step above the rest of the, the affiliations. And those four affiliations are Sam, Black Order, Wakanda, and Web Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at the season stats... Number one win rate was Web Warriors. Um, number two was Sam. You didn't really see Black Order. Wakanda, I believe, was number three. But Wakanda and Black Order, the thing that, you know, people are all like, oh, Sam's broken, you know, it's all Sam. All the top players, or a lot of the top players, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of the top players played Sam this season. Yeah. So, you know... But Black Order and Wakanda are just as good, in my opinion. Just nobody plays them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Black Order, there's the whole argument about is it a negative play experience? Is it not? Because they, they let's be honest, they get around a mechanic of the game that really mm-hmm. no other affiliation does. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Sam is extremely strong, yes. Um, I think that... It is one of the top four um, affiliations. I think that those four are a cut above the rest. I really do. Um, Again, if you look at the top four right now, the top four is myself. Um, I've won one. I've made four out of six top cuts, and I've finished. This is now at least my third top four out of Mm -hmm. the the six seasons. Um, Pat. Dunford is basically there every year. He's won. He's only played in five. This is his fifth season, and he's won two of them. So he's there every single year. Morgan Reed is another one. Okay. 
this guy, all he does is make top fours. He has, he's yet to won one, but I believe he's made one to two finals. Right. Um, and he's made countless top fours. I mean, he's, he's just a machine and he's there every single year. And then, yes, the other guy is a guy who has not been there before, but I know for a fact he's been doing a ton of practicing. So if you look at it, like these are three out of four players that are consistently there. Right. Um, so, you know, you can say, you know, yes, Sam's broken. And, and I'm not here to say they are or they aren't. I think, again, the best way I can explain it is there are four affiliations that are cut above the rest. Is Sam the best of those four? Maybe. I would argue that Black Order is definitely just as good, if, if not better, than Sam. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think they, Sam Spam is really, really good, man. So you're playing some of the new stuff. Well, you're playing characters that have been released, but you haven't messed with the new rules much. Do you foresee much of this changing next season? Uh, yeah, I, so I kind of made an announcement, um, after my game, this, they asked me what I'm playing next year. I think I may take a season off, um, for Mm. many, many reasons I won't get into. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I'm probably going to take a season off. Um, if I was going to play one, it would change. I wouldn't play Sam. Um, I, I switch every season. There, there's never been a season where I played the same thing the following season. It, it would bore me to death to do that. Yeah. Like I'm already bored of Sam. I mean, that's the whole reason I haven't really played any practice games because like, I feel like I'm bored of Sam, but obviously I'm playing him. So I got to stick with them. But uh, yeah, I would definitely change it up. If I was to play next season, I would play either guardians of the galaxy or I would play web warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two lists that, uh, again, I enjoy going wide, and those are two lists that I think can do it very well. Right. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. I'm I'm surprised to hear that some like Black Order, Wakanda, and um, Web Warriors to some extent are not new entrants to the sort of top four pantheon, especially Wakanda. Right, it's been there for freaking ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised that all of these things are still hanging around. I anticipate there will probably be some shakeup in the power levels as soon as those, like you guys start playing with the gem changes and, you know, the husband wife change, all that kind of stuff comes in for black order. And I, I could easily see web warriors sifting to the top of that pile. Um, just I because agree. nothing, they don't lose anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, and this is all theory, uh, crafting with the new rules and everything. I mean, we ha- they're not even released. But, I mean, my opinion is with the new rules, I think it only strengthens Web Warriors. Mm-hmm. I think it only strengthens Sam Spam. And believe it or not, I think it only strengthens, strengthens Black Order. Now, I think it strengthens it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a dual affiliation Black Order. Um, but I think black order in a dual affiliation is going to be just as strong because what people don't realize, well, a lot of people do realize, but now you can bring black order with just three roster slots, right? Cause you have the gems attached to them now. Correct. So they're just your X point total. Correct. Roster. So like, yeah, if you get forced into a point level, you have to have a dual, um, affiliation, but yeah, they're going to be just as strong. Yeah. 
Well, very good. Appreciate the updates on these. I don't get to follow it as closely as I would like to, so I always I always like to hear what how things are going. It's especially cool that you're up there in the top four again this season. So I'm I'm sorry we didn't get to talk last week, but it is good to see that you made it through. Yeah, it's um, been fun. It's been fun. TTS is always fun. It's you know, it's a, as competitive as it gets, so it's always feels good, really, just to make the top cut. And then once you mm-hmm. get in the top cut, you know, all those players are, are exceptional players. So it's you know, you just take whatever you can and and go with. You feel like you take those losses easier because you know everybody's freaking fantastic up there. I think so. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they are easier to swallow, um, because I think once you kind of get to top cut, you're kind of like, all right, I had a really good run and now let's just see where this can go. I mean, obviously, um, you know, depending on who you are, um, like myself, I mean, I play to win. So if Mm -hmm. I'm, if I'm in it, I'm trying to win the whole thing, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little easier to swallow those losses. Also, it depends on how you lose. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think they're probably easier to take, though. Yeah. Well, we also have casual fans, and since we have casual fans, I'm your guy because I'm like <laughs> full hardcore casual these days, and I only play. I would like to play more, but right now I'm playing like a couple times a month for these uh, league events at the shop. Um, so we had an event Saturday, and the only reason I bring it up is because. <laughs> Uh, number one, I did good, which is nice. I went two and one playing. I'm just playing X Men, dude. Like, oh yeah, I spent for freaking ever trying to find a list that was really stuck with me, and it's just solid, and the characters are cool, and there's like more coming out. So I've been playing it, and I just pull the same crap all the time. Where I just use, I've started using Rocket, so it's all of the X Men except for Wolverine, and then I added Rocket, Groot, and Punisher. Because everybody expects me to bomb, so they see the Punisher, they build for it, then I don't yeah. do it. So, because uh, I, I don't even bring it. The, um, the thing I did when I put this list together, as I said, I'm not going to bomb because everybody expects me to bomb. I'm also not bringing bitter rivals because I'm not a punk. Um, and then proceeded to get nailed with it every game. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty just, uh, broken. I just do dumb stuff like, uh, you know, X Men jump, rocket, or cable. Or body slide cable and then rocket uh, X Men jump over him and shoot anybody who tries to approach the middle of the map and just go from there. Like, that's my strategy. But um, I was I was hoping Todd was going to be here because he played a stupid list that I just wanted everybody to uh, laugh at him about because he he went to or he went oh one or uh, I'm sorry oh two or one two because Joey had to drop and he had a he had a buy in the last round. But Todd has been playing. Uh, Hulk, Dormammu, and a person. <laughs> and it's the stupidest <laughs> roster. <laughs> um, because he's he's basically playing BDD. And he's yeah. gamma launching Dormammu across the freaking map. And um, I don't know if you guys have ha- held that model in your hands, but it's incredibly intimidating because it's he's twice the size of Hulk. Uh-huh. Um, and he just shows up on your side of the board and starts doming people. So um it's uh it's super oppressive early um but obviously you can get around it you know because you could just pour damage into hulk and take him off the board entirely um which means that dormammu's not resing him um and then work on dormammu and just deal with whatever other character he had he played dormammu hulk and moon knight against me and tried to bomb me with moon knight um 
which was interesting. And then he played Joey later that night with Dormammu, Hulk, and Cable and was trying to give Dormammu and Hulk shields. (laughs) That's funny. Just absolutely ridiculous. I wanted him to be here to tell you the story about it because it's just... uh, yeah, it's just one of those uh, silly Todd things and one of those fun things you can do when you're playing just casual and you don't have to worry about trying to be good. Um, but it was interesting. So, yeah. um, but it was nice to get games in. I don't know how I feel about Dormammu, and I'm not, I was kind of hoping to see him pop up in some of those TTS rosters just for the memes. Um, but I can see why he didn't because he still doesn't have dice correction, has screwed up things with his power. Um, just seems like a another weird high point character that they can't really balance properly. Well, I I'm kind of on the other end of that. I think Dormammu is good. I think what Todd is doing is the exact opposite of what you want to do. You're probably Dormammu. right. <laughs> um, Dormammu, what you want to do is you want to play models like Zemo and other good three because I did was he, he obviously is not playing the card Dark Restoration, right? He is to bring back. Um, but depends on who he's putting. Well, it's got to be. It's got to be a three threat or less. If he's playing on seventeen, he's bringing it to bring back whoever he puts in the third slot. If he's playing higher than that, then he's not because he has to put in a higher point character. Got it. So yeah, so uh, I think with like characters like the really good threes and and like a four threat character like Medusa, um, I think he Dormammu actually is really good. It was um it was interesting. Um, I, I do think his power generation is a little weird. Not that he has a whole lot to do with it when he has it. Uh, sure. He's kind of moving himself every turn, and then that's the extent of it, it feels like. But mm-hmm. I would like to see it in a, like a fully formed list and not just a um, janky meme list. But so my impression of him from watching Todd play him a whole bunch was that, you know, he's another weird high point character that doesn't quite fit. But maybe he he does have a place somewhere. I think he is a character who um, it takes a lot of sifting through to find the right combination and the right list. Um, I know uh, Sploosh and Mike DeLuca were both playing a Dormammu Web Warriors list in the top cut. And mm. uh, they really, really uh, like that list. Um, so I think Dormammu definitely has game. I played a Dormammu player with my first game in the league. And I mean, I was not that far off of getting tabled uh i mean i won the game by a lot of points but he just basically tried to kill all my guys and he almost succeeded yeah i watched todd play it on his first day and uh table wipe a guardians team mm-hmm. um which was pretty interesting but aside from that he got kind of worked all day i i mean i did go off on his hulk with a domino which I'm sure it was frustrating because he was even re-rolling dice. I think he said he rolled like 18 defense dice to my 14 attack dice or something like that, and he still took eight. So, oh, man. <laughs> and then when Hulk's off the board. It's that game really, over. Yeah. yeah, your threats are pretty much gone. Yeah. Uh, have you messed with, or heard about new Hulk at all? How do you feel about him? I think he's, uh, I think he's really good. Um, I haven't played with him or against him yet, but I know people who have, and everybody is singing his praises. I think if mm. you, if you just take a look at his card and know anything about the game, he is really good. Um, I think he's going to be an absolute force in the next TTS League season. I think he'll probably be the most popular character taken. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what people come up with for the next CTS league. That's going to be some, it's going to be like the first season all over again. Like the yep. innovation is going to be off the charts. I hope. I think you're going to see a lot of Steve Avengers um, mm-hmm. because Steve Rogers got a makeover. Obviously Hulk is a, an absolute animal now. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of Hulk. He's really good. Yeah, well, when we talk about some of these spoilers, I don't have the card in front of me, but there's that one that affects uh, leadership abilities. I wonder if that's going to mess with it. But Yeah, versatile something. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of new stuff, why don't we hop into that and start talking about these X-Men characters. Um, we got Gambit, Juggernaut, and Colossus. Um, I'm just going to start with them in the order that Kenny posted them in our chat. Um so we'll start with Gambit. So Gambit is a three threat, five health, medium mover, size two, uh, three, three, and three on his defenses. Pretty standard. Uh, he has three attacks, the first of which is bow staff. It is a range two, four die physical attack for zero. Uh, gains power equal to damage dealt. And on a wild, it pushes size three or less away, medium, or I'm sorry, short. Uh, his second attack is Kinetic Ace. It's a range 3, 5 die physical attack for 0. Also gains power equal to the damage dealt. And on a wild, it is explosive. Um, before damage is dealt, other enemy characters within 2 suffer 1 wound. And his third is 52 card pickup. It is a beam 4, 5 die energy attack for 4. And on a wild, it has flurry of cards. When making this attack, each wild in the attack roll counts as 2 successes. Uh, he has three superpowers, accelerate charge for three. During the next attack action made by this character this turn, add two dice to his roll, to its attack roll. Um, attack rolls, which is important. Uh, a little something extra for one power. After this character rolls attack dice, it may use the superpower. This character may change one hit in its attack roll to a wild. And then enhanced agility for two power. After an attack targeting this character has resolved, this character may use a superpower. The attacking character suffers one wound. This character may advance away from the attacking character short. Um, I did not see a flip side of this character. I'm going to assume that he's the same on the back. Um, how do you feel about Gambit? I think Gambit is solid. Um, you know, he is getting a hard uh, critique on the TTS Discord communities that i'm involved with but um i think he's a a solid three threat character um i think he has some weaknesses but he also has some strengths uh Mm -hmm. some of his strengths are his his uh builder is almost an auto push with size three or less Mm -hmm. uh that is very strong being able to push people off of things is is extremely strong i think i saw uh, a stat that with his being able to change hits to wilds, there's like an 87% chance that you get that wild push. Um, so I, I think that's very strong. Um, I think he needs power, which is a, a mm-hmm. problem we see with a lot of characters in MCP. This is not just Gambit. Um, but he, I mean, if he has seven power, that beam can be absolutely deadly. Um, I mean, that's a seven dice beam and getting two hits for every wild you roll and being able to change a hit to a wild. Yeah. 
I mean, that can be absolutely brutal. I mean, you're looking at, you could do a beam of three characters and it's, it's not out of the question to do like five plus hits at least on every single beam um, attack. So, I mean, that thing can be absolutely brutal. I know it's super expensive um, power wise, but I mean, it can be really good. And then the last thing that I think is maybe getting overlooked is having explosive on a builder attack is really good. And Mm -hmm. again, this guy can pay one power to switch to a hit to a wild. So you're going to be getting these wilds a lot more than most characters. So I think the guy is good. Is he a little bit squishy? Yes, he's five five health character, three three three. He does have a defensive tech, which is uh, basically parting shot, mm-hmm. um, which is a good defensive tech. So, I I think this guy is getting well undersold on the communities. I think people are, are being way too hard on him. I think he's a solid ass character. My, I I think he's solid. I think he's a solid three pointer. I think he fits in, in X-Men pretty well, but he I think he wants to do sort of the same job that Beast wants to do with that push that's almost guaranteed because Beast only has a size 2 throw for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's... I don't know. It's hard to say if he'd be as tough as Beast uh, because Beast does have the defensive rerolls, but he only has a 2 energy defense, so he, he trades a little bit there. Um, that's where... M- my inclination would be to stick him would be on like a side point, pushing somebody off a point, keeping them away. Um, maybe just doming them. If I get enough power off 52 card pickup. Um, and I think they kind of clash in that spot. It's hard to tell who would be better in there. Um, but I feel like beast defensive tech might give him the edge there. I'm not sure. Well, I think one answer is maybe both. Um, I think one thing that, you know, these new releases open X-Men up for is a wide list. Mm-hmm. They had they now they don't have a two unfortunately, um, but they now have a lot of three threat characters. Yeah, and they have yeah a th- they do and, um, yeah and they have a three threat leader which is kind of the, the whole key to doing wide list usually is a, a three threat leader. So yeah, I mean I think you could certainly run him and Beast both and and you know you talked about Beast having movement well if they're both in a lit wide list and they both have ways to push people off of points, that's even better to have both right. of them, you know? Nope. That's a good point. Um, I always kind of auto include Domino just cause I like that character so much, but I, it, on a, on a map where you need to exert some control or some counter control, say you're playing against Wakanda or something, I could see having both of them in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those you can add all four of them for, you know, that's 12 points, four characters mm-hmm. for 12 points. Not bad. Right on. Yeah, I, I like him. I think uh, a lot of people actually wish he would have been higher threat value and more powerful just because they like the character, but I think he kind of fits there, so I like him. Yeah, I think he's solid for what he is. Again, I don't think he's like this guy that's going to be in every list or top tier, um, but I think he's solid. To say he's he's terrible is, I think, a crime. And then any time a new three-pointer comes out, you have to automatically ask yourself if it goes in Sam Spam, right? Or <laughs> Guardians at this point? Yeah, I mean, the problem with... And, you know, I could do a whole episode on Sam Spam and why I think it's so powerful and what 
causes it. And who knows, maybe we do that in an upcoming episode mm-hmm. um, because I could go into a lot of details, how to beat it, um, you know, how to, why I think it's so powerful. But I think one of the reasons quickly, just not to get on a tangent, one of the reasons it's so powerful is because all of the new releases came out for it and there were a lot of powerful three-point avenger characters Mm -hmm. um so that makes cards like avengers assemble and things like that extremely helpful right yeah we'll just do a new tier list episode but it will be tier list for sam's fam (laughs) that would be a fun (laughs) one uh so next up we have juggernaut um juggernaut's got a lot of text on his card so bear with me while i go through this um, Juggernaut is a five threat, eight health, short mover. He's size four. His defenses are four physical, three energy, and five mystic. Uh, he has two attacks. The first is strike, range two, five die physical, gains power equal to the damage dealt, and on a wild, it pushes short, push away short. Um, his second attack is I'm the Juggernaut, range two, seven die physical attack for four power. On a wild, it has rush. After the attack is resolved, if it is during this character's activation, this character may immediately use the Nothing Stops the Juggernaut superpower without paying the power cost. Nothing Stops the Juggernaut has a lot of text on it, so try to follow. (laughs) Costs three power. This character is pushed short. It does not stop its movement if it contacts a size three or smaller interactive terrain feature. Instead, the contacted terrain feature is destroyed. Then this character continues being pushed. So he gets pushed through size three or smaller terrain on his short push. Uh, if this character contacts one or more other characters, one contacted character suffers one wound. Then this character stops as normal. A character can be damaged by the superpower only once per turn. If this character has the stagger special condition, it loses it. Uh, so he pays three power, gets pushed short, uh, crashes through terrain, hits people, uh, remove stagger, which is kind of interesting. Uh, he has nice punch for one power. If this character would suffer damage, it may use the superpower, reduce the amount of damage suffered by one. Uh, he has helmet. This character cannot be pushed or advanced by the special effects of enemy mystic attacks or enemy superpowers. He has unstoppable momentum. After this character resolves a move action during its activation, it gains two power. The next attack made by this character this activation adds three dice to the attack roll. This character can be affected by the superpower only once per turn, and he's immune to stun. Um, I think everything... Oh, I'm sorry. On the back side of his card, he has... Yeah, he changes. He loses helmet, so he no longer has that superpower, and he gains avatar of Cytorak for three power, uh, which is a size three throw within two throw medium. Lots of stuff going on here. What do you think about Juggernaut? So, you know, we talked about Gambit being a solid tier model. I think this guy is a above solid tier model. I think he's really good. Um, I think he's got, like you said, he's got a wall of text, and I think it's going to take a while to kind of get him down and play him, but I think he's a perfect inclusion to Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to absolutely love him, and... I mean, the guy has 16 health. He has, for one power, can do invulnerability. Um, he can't be moved. On his front side, he almost can't be moved. Um, I, I think he's really good. Um, his attack suite is probably his weakest uh, thing on his card. 
But, you know, I mean, he's going to be doing a lot of nothing stops the juggernaut and moving and then doing an eight dice builder into somebody, um, which is is not going to be bad. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of synergy on the card that I can't determine just by reading it here. Like, it's going to take some work, like you were saying. I can see, though, there's already synergy with brotherhood because he needs power mm-hmm. um he's gonna want a lot of it to nothing stops the juggernaut probably as much as possible the fact that it destroys terrain he moves through synergizes with magneto already to giving him more power potentially um he does a lot of cool stuff he seems pretty beefy um you know i hate seeing two energy defense but i don't necessarily hate seeing three because at least three is kind of average and it sort of makes sense for his character but he will you know suffer a little bit for that kind of like uh scarlet which does with her physical defense yeah um but invulnerability super nice so um he seems cool I'm, I'm interested to see how people use him i think he this is exactly what you said i think this is a character that you read his card and you're kind of confused a little and you're like eh, is he good is he not good you just look at a few things but I think this is a character that once you get him on the table and play him and start figuring him out, he's going to look really, really good. The um, the fact that both of his attacks are two range is going to be a little limiting. I'm I'm not sure why nothing stops a juggernaut has that text about removing stagger. I'm not sure off the top of your head. Can you think about how he would be able to use that and remove a stagger before he had to shake it? Whenever, well, that's a good question. So whenever you activate the character, do you immediately have to shake stagger or can you use a superpower first? That's a good, actually, that's a good point because, because I think stagger has to be your first action. Correct. So the superpower isn't an action. Yeah. Correct. So I think what you do is you activate him, you use the superpower, you get rid of it. Then you get two. Yeah. Move up to the guy that staggered you. (laughs) Do a damage to him and then punch him in the face. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, my, my biggest concern with him would just being, you know, he's going to have a, a little bit of a, a crossbones problem, mm-hmm. um, where he may have a hard time reaching the engagement, but at least he's got a movement tool, um, he's, that doesn't require the, an attack. Yeah. And he's on the, the, the big ass base. So that tremendously helps. Yeah. He's very interesting, though. I'm, I'm wondering how Brotherhood is going to deal with all these big point characters. Uh, they, they're going to have like a Black Order problem. Well, or they're going to be Black Order and just <laughs> whoop some ass with their low low model count. Bro, uh, Brotherhood showed up last season, but not so much this season. Yeah. No, they were down this season. I think there's a multitude of reasons. This was not, you know, Sam spam is bad for them. Um, mm-hmm. They are not good in Sam Spam, and um, I think they, unfortunately, that is one of the reasons, because not only Sam Spam, but like web, like you look at the two top uh, affiliations in TTS this season is Web Warriors 1 and Sam Spam 2, and they struggle into both of them. Mm-hmm. So... I also want to point out, it's interesting. So there was a, a whole release cycle of characters and they're still kind of coming out, but you know, there was Jean Grey, there's Cassandra Nova, 
there's you know new strange all these characters with mystic attacks coming out i've noticed that both moon knight and juggernaut have that helmet effect yeah and it's um it's interesting to me that they're building sort of counters into their previous release characters with the next set of characters yeah i think they've come to probably the conclusion that there are so few activations in this game that getting your characters moved all around the board can be pretty dramatic in this game. Mm-hmm. So. At least they're paying attention to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So last character is Colossus, who I was so excited for. I'm not sure how excited I am for him now. But anyway, let me read him. Uh, four threat, six health, short mover, size three. He has four physical, three energy, three mystic defense. He has two attacks. He has strike, uh, range two, five die physical for zero, gains power equal to damage dealt. Uh, on a while, it has concussive force. After this attack is resolved, the target character loses one power. He has X-Slam, which is a range two, seven die physical for three power. Uh, it stuns automatically when the attack is resolved, and on a while, it staggers. There's a bunch of superpowers. So he has playing catch for three power, uh, Choose an interactive terrain feature size three or less within two and throw it medium. Um, big brother, when an allied character, I'm sorry, for two power, when an allied character within two of this character is targeted by an attack, this character may use a superpower. This character becomes the target of the attack regardless of range and line of sight. So he is a taunter, uh, bodyguarder. Uh, I don't even know how to say this. Bozumoy. <laughs> Bozmois, something. Yeah. Two two power. When this character is targeted by a physical or energy attack, it may use the superpower. Add two dice to the character's defense roll against that attack. Uh, he has organic steel. When he would suffer a wound from an enemy effect, reduce the amount suffered by one to a minimum of one. He is immune to bleed. On his flip side, he gains a health, goes from six to seven. How do you feel about Colossus? So I love Colossus. I think he's great. Um, and I'll tell you why. As someone who has played a lot of Luke Cage, um, having a character who is that hard to kill, uh, who has bodyguard, is really, really good. Um, I think people are being way too hard on him. Um, again, this is another character who's had a lot of negative uh, things said about him in the TTS Discord communities that I'm part of, but I think this character's great. Like, I think he's, uh, I think he's a one threat upgrade of Luke Cage, and I love Luke Cage. So, I mean, he's really good. Uh, the only thing I think they missed on this card is I think they should have made his throw terrain feature or character. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think he should have been able to throw a character. But it seems to me that, again, kind of you said on the last card, AMG is going more and more away from movement of characters. I think you're seeing a lot more terrain-only throws that you may mm-hmm. be used to. Yeah, it feels like almost exclusively uh, for a while now. They've only been terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just kind of bored by him. I, yeah, I, he's so, he's he is a boring character, you know. I have uh, I've and this may be actually a fault of mine. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people would say this, but I've never really valued bodyguard that highly. And I know that a lot of people are super on top of it, you know, love Okoye for the bodyguard, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never really valued it. I don't like to 
to play those positioning games with with models that much um and i kind of wanted him to be a little more fearsome uh, i think he's also going to have a bit of a problem getting to people to hit them he's mostly going to stand there and take hits for people mm-hmm. um which makes you wonder again how he's going to get power um it's just going to be getting hit i guess and um because all of his uh, superpowers are, you know, expensive three, two, and two. Um, the the obvious um, one that doesn't cost power is the uh, invulnerability. Yeah, I don't think so. I think bodyguard will be a a plus. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily something you play around. Uh, again, his uh, superpower where you can add two extra dice. I don't think you're really going to need to do that that much, right? Mm. I don't think you're going to, I mean, he's already tanky as hell without that. I think if you're in a situation where it's like, all right, Colossus can't die. I need to keep this point or something like that. Then you use that superpower. Um, so I don't know how often you'll necessarily be using those. Um, the, the He's got some weaknesses. There's no doubt. I mean, he's got a small movement. He is on a medium base, but that's still slow. Um, the X-Men jump helps mitigate that. So, you know, being able to use the X-Men leadership to jump Colossus, uh, would be very beneficial for him. And I think you just got to get him straight into the fight. I think there's a lot to be said about a character who just doesn't die. And I think that's what Colossus is. And so I think the only way to really effectively deal with them is to control him. Well, if you're playing into a list, I don't think Colossus is a guy you drop in every game, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's a guy where if you're playing into a list that maybe doesn't have a ton of control, he's perfect. Because they're going to have to waste so many attacks trying to kill him that their action economy is going to suck. Or they just don't attack him. And then that's when Colossus might be good because he can just double attack. And his spender is a good spender. Um I mean, any anytime you can stagger somebody, that's a good spender. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I was just... I, I'm one of those fanboys for this character, I guess, that wanted him to be really impactful, and I feel like he's just kind of like the the brick. You know? He's, <laughs> he's like, boring. I agree. Right. I completely... <laughs> when you said he's boring, I completely agree. It's the same thing with Luke Cage. Like, when I play Luke Cage, it's like... Well, Luke is just going to go there, try to take some hits and not die. It's kind of boring, but it's super mm. effective on the table. Right. Mm. Um, and I think he's also a good example of character that makes you want to have that new 10 tactics cards, because I think that there's a lot that would work really well for him, getting him into position and keeping him in position. Yeah. Um, I know that there's a card spoiled. Again, I don't have it in front of me because I'm a bad host, but I believe it's a Colossus it at least has his picture on it and it allows him to nullify a movement ability. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, it's, I have it right here. It's called indomitable. Uh, when an allied character would be thrown or pushed by an enemy effect, it may spend two power to play this card. The character is not thrown or pushed. So that is uh yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good card. It's almost like a brace for impact, you know, there's, um, also, something else that's really important about him is that he's a four-pointer in X-Men, and they they needed one that wasn't Cyclops. <laughs> well, they have Rogue, who's like top oh, Right, two. and I kind of forgot about her. She still hasn't officially released, so I haven't Correct. been able to play with her. I, I think that's Coloss- going to be Colossus' biggest problem, if I'm, if I'm honest, is 
Rogue is just so good, and she's a four-pointer in X-Men. Did she show up kind of like you thought she would and be really powerful? I didn't hear much from her. No, she, not many people played her. I think mostly just because, you know, she hasn't released yet and things yeah. like that. But, uh, I have yeah, high hopes for her. I have high hopes for all of these X-Men characters because I've been playing the affiliation. And I was initially really down on it because I was like, oh, X-Men, you know, everybody's going to get on it. But I ended up being the only guy working it. So I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. They've been fun. Um, but yeah, in, indomitable and, um, God, I can't think of the name of it now. The, uh, the other card where if you're pushed or if you take damage, you can make a short move that has his picture on it. What is the name of that damn card? But yeah. Um, I'm excited to see the new characters. I'm kind of bored by him. You might be right that he is just boring, but he's, uh, good enough to just stick in your roster because he's going to stay there forever. I have no idea when these are going to release. I know the next wave is um, Convocation. That should be pretty interesting. I know we talked about them way back when they were first spoiled. Um, Did you said you've played a little bit of Convocation? How did you like them? I struggled with them. Um, That being said, I do think they are pretty good. I I tried to do a little gimmick, and I don't think it was really worth it. I tried to play uh, Sorcerer Supreme and Corvus, and Mm -hmm. First turn, Sorcerer Supreme just teleported Corvus up, and he would do his thing. <laughs> I don't think it, it was a lot of points investment. Um, I don't think it probably ended up being that good. Uh, that being said, I think Convocation is pretty good if you just run them with a lot of wizards and then some other good good cards that uh, would be with lizard uh, wizards. Um, is Magic the best character to come out of the pack or out of that set of characters? No, Voodoo is hands down. Voodoo. Yeah, Voodoo is probably the best four after all the changes. I noticed he was in so many lists that um, I didn't feel comfortable making Suns without him for this event. Um, and reading his card, I could kind of see why. Just being able to make people drop objective tokens and walk off on your happy way seems really powerful. Do we have any podcast questions? We're so irregular now that I feel like nobody's putting any questions in anymore. Oh, what we, one thing we didn't, uh, uh, cover that we can very quickly is they, they got the old fast man, uh, fastball special card. Oh yeah. Which will be fun as hell. Is Wolverine worth a spot it's not that's why i say it'll be fun itself so i think that it just depends right i think you can i think throwing i had somebody the other day tell me that they played fastball special you know you don't have to play it you can play it like you do gamma launch right so you can play it on wolverine's out activation right and so they threw wolverine and then wolverine got to go ham and it was extremely effective. Um, do I think it's going to set the world on fire and be, you know, the new Sam spam? No, but I think it could be. Wolverine is one of those characters that the reason people don't like him is because he's extremely dice dependent. Mm-hmm. Like you roll well, Wolverine's amazing. You roll bad, Wolverine sucks. So, you know, if you live by that and you fastball special him and then he goes in and he rolls well, well, you're going to just tear everybody up and win the game, right? Right. So, I mean, I think there's something to it. I think it's a cool card. 
Uh, I don't think it'll probably be, you know, used in a lot of X-Men super competitive lists. At least Wolverine won't. Yeah, I guess then you're kind of competing for space on fours because you need two fours there to make that card work. Yeah, you're probably playing at, Rogue because she's good. Yeah, so, well, you start at 10 point. I mean, look, you can run a 17-point team of Storm, Colossus, um, Wolverine, Rogue, and Gambit, or domino all x-men mm-hmm. and i mean that's that's not a bad team right there in my opinion yeah so it'll take someone smarter than me to figure it out yeah <laughs> all right well i guess that's it for us for this week um again we're still we're trying to make it work we're trying to get back more regular we already dropped down to two weeks it was supposed to go back up at some point never did um, we are short Todd for a little while because he is doing some work on a secret project. Um, so he's taking the opportunity when his shop closes early on Sundays to go do some of that work. Um, so he's going to be out, um, unless I can sneak him in if he doesn't feel like doing work at some point. Um, so we're looking at missing him until January sooner and I are going to be carrying the show. We probably should try to find some guests sooner. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a few people. We will... I think we could get back to, you know, it's the holiday season, so I'm sure we'll miss a few weeks here and there, but we can get close to back to every other week and right bring on. in some guests. I'm down for that. There's other interesting people to talk to. We are the most interesting, but, you know, oh, obviously. Oh, for sure. I mean, they can't really compete with our, our swag, but, you know. <laughs> so, we're pretty shway. So, yeah. You know. Well, you know. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Glad we got one in for the people. Um, and hopefully by the next time I talk to you, you will have won the TTS League and get to rest on your laurels for next season. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see about that. I, I have to go against uh, Morgan and then possibly Pat. So uh, it it would be well earned if I do. That's you know, just uh, sure. You get time zones to play with. Just put it at the most inconvenient time for them yeah. as possible. Uh, I could only play uh, your four in the morning. Yeah. That is oh, it. darn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, good to talk to you, and I will see you next time. All right, man. Take care. Peace.